Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and thank you so much for joining me on my daily teaching podcast, Grace to Your World. You know, the more we understand God's grace, the more do we find ourselves empowered to change our world and to live the overcoming life. Now, with that being said, let's get into today's message and grow in our walk with Jesus together. Us living in this in this grace and in this faith is never us trying to perform to get God to move. It is us simply now learning to have a positive response to what Jesus has already done. We've been talking for quite a few weeks now on works of the law versus living by faith, understanding this distinction between you performing to try to get God to move, or you performing to try to get healed, you uh, performing to try to be righteous. That's works of the law versus you simply having confidence in the fact that Jesus has already healed you. Jesus has already delivered you. Jesus has already made you sound. Now, we've been sharing with you, you living by faith still requires you to do certain things But we want to understand, well, how can we be sure that the things we're doing are not works of the law? Alex, if if I'm going to do certain things, how can I make sure that I'm not operating under the law? And, And we've been sharing with you that works of faith is going to be primarily inner work. You see, things that you do when you live this life of faith and grace is going to be the renewing of the mind. It's going to be, what are you paying attention to? Where are you putting your focus? You see, uh, you can choose to put your focus on the problem, or you can choose to put your focus on the solution, on Jesus, you see. And so it's where are you putting your attention? That's really what this life of faith is is all about. Uh, remember that the victory in the Christian life will always be found in the balance of grace and faith. And so in other words, sometimes people will say, well, Alex, we're under the grace of God. And so, Alex, we really don't have to confess the word anymore. Well, well, guys, that is error. You see, if you take grace to the extreme, what happens is people can end up becoming passive. You think you don't really have to do anything anymore because Jesus already finished all of the work. Well, you see, if you take that to the extreme, that's going to lead to error. Yet if you take faith to the extreme, Faith taken to the extreme can lead to legalism, and faith taken to the extreme is is you operating under this assumption that now it's all about you, you see. It's all about you uh, saying your confessions enough times. It's all about what you can do to try to get the promises to manifest in your life. Well, that is extreme. That's going to produce legalism. And so the balance is in in, in, in grace and faith. It's it's, it's properly balancing uh, grace and faith. And, and guys, remember, oftentimes what happens is we're, we might be doing the right things, but oftentimes we are doing the right things with a wrong kind of motivation. You see, if you're confessing the word, that is a good thing. That's, what, that's something you're called to do. But watch this. If you're confessing the word to try to get healed, you're actually operating under the law. <laughs> you see? If, if, if you're confessing the word to try to get God to move in your life, well, that's you performing under the law. 
However, if you are confessing the word, glory to God, simply as an expression of your faith in the finished works of Jesus Christ, if you are confessing the word uh, simply because you uh, believe that Jesus has already taken care of everything that needed to be taken care of, well, now you're confessing the word simply becomes you uh, giving voice to your faith. You see, the Bible says it is out of the abundance of the heart that the mouth speaketh. And so your confessions of faith is not you performing to try to get God to move. Your confessions of faith is simply you getting into agreement with what God has already done, you see. Guys, the radical truth of this gospel is, is that everything's already done, you see. You see, the, the, I was sharing during communion that Jesus shedding his blood on the cross and allowing his body to be broken was the most significant event in human history because it would forever change how God would deal with mankind. You see, a lot of people think God is still dealing with you based on your performance. In other words, if you do good, you'll get good. If you do bad, you'll get bad. Well, that's the law that was before the cross. You see, as a result of what Jesus has done, I want you to understand, God, glory to God, has, has decided to deal with you in his grace and mercy. God has decided to make his unmerited favor available to you. God has already chosen to make healing available, to make prosperity available, to make deliverance available, to make soundness available, to make everything you need available to you. And so now you got to decide, well, I'm not going to try to perform to get what Jesus has already gotten. <laughs> no, what I'm going to do is I'm going to live in a way where I am receptive and available for the finished works of Jesus Christ to show up in my life. If you understand that, say amen. And so what we want to do today is we want to look at very practically how do we do this. We're going to actually look at the example of Abraham and we're going to see what Abraham did in order for him to really uh, become our faith example. You see, Abraham is really our faith example, uh, and Abraham was right with God, the Bible said, because of his faith. And so we want to look at that today and, and, and see what it is that Abraham uh, did in order to, to, to operate in that kind of faith. Amen. Now, let's get started here, however, with this scripture to lay our foundation. Romans chapter 4, verse uh, 16. And then I also want to look at Romans chapter 5, verse 2. And so pay attention to what he says here, guys. He says in Romans 4, 16, he says, Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace. He says, it is of faith that it might be by grace. And so I'm going to get very radical, guys. And I'm going to say, no faith, no grace. You see? It's not that grace isn't available, but the only way that grace is going to profit you is through faith. And so it's not one or the other. You see, sometimes people say, well, Alex, I'm a grace person. <laughs> other person will say, well, Alex, I'm a faith person. Well, no, no. The truth is found in the proper balance of grace and faith. He says, it is a faith that it might be by grace. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed not only to that which is of the law, but also to that which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Look at this in the Amplified Bible. Amplified verse 16 says, Therefore, inheriting the promise. Now, the promise he's talking about is, is the promises that have been made available to you. That's where your healing is concerned. That's where your deliverance is concerned. That's where your children are concerned. You see, it's really anything that you could ever need in this life. He says, inheriting the promise is the outcome of faith. Watch this now. And it depends 
entirely on faith, guys. It depends entirely on faith. Well, someone says, well, Alex, I thought we were under grace. Well, hold on, friend. Let's read on. He says, it depends entirely on faith in order that it might be given as an act of grace, which is defined as unmerited favor. And so you accessing the unmerited favor of God, he says, is going to depend entirely on faith. Look at Romans chapter 5, verse 2 in the King James. Verse 2 says, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. And so notice you're already standing in grace. You're already standing in the unmerited favor of God, but he says it's going to take faith to access the grace in which you already stand. And he says, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Hope means earnest or confident expectation. Glory of God, oftentimes people kind of religionize that and you you have kind of a religious idea of what glory of God is. But glory of God really just means the promises of God manifesting in your life, the word of God manifesting in your life. And so he says, we rejoice in confident expectation that we're going to see the promises of God in our lives. You see, you see, you as a Christian are called to always have a confident expectation, to always expect something good. I don't care what the world is doing. I don't care what it looks like in the world. I don't care what they're telling you on, 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 on constant negative news. You know, the CNN thing, <laughs> you see that you don't live by that. You see, no, you you as a Christian, glory to God, you are called to always have a confident expectation of good. You see, every single day you're called to get up in the morning and say, Father, I thank you. I believe something good is happening to me today. In fact, say it out loud right now. Say something good is happening to me. Something good is happening to me. Something good is happening to me. Praise God. You see, you have a confident expectation of good, but watch this. He says, you got to access by faith the grace in which you already stand. Now, that word access, that's translated access, that Greek word can also be translated approach. And so, through faith, you approach the grace of God. Now, this is important because people will oftentimes say, well, well, Alex, faith moves God. <laughs> is a, uh, we're trying to get God to move by our faith. Hold on, guys. Faith does not move God. You see, he says he didn't say that that you know you, you you're gonna. He didn't say that that faith is moving God. He says you're gonna approach the grace of God by faith. And so notice you approaching the grace of God, guys. That means that faith isn't moving God. Faith is moving you. You see, faith is moving you into a position of being able to receive what Jesus has already done. You see. Everything you need is already a finished work. Now faith is going to move you to line up with the fact that it's already a finished work. And now we've been sharing with you that faith moves you in four different ways. Faith moves you in your thinking. Faith moves you in your believing. Faith moves you in your speaking. Faith moves you in your doing. You see, if you really believe God, faith is going to move you to think about the promises of God. You see, a lot of things that we do as we live by faith is going to be, is going to be what are you paying attention to? You see, where's your focus going to be at? We're going to see that, that that's what Abraham did. You see, the, the Bible said Abraham didn't consider his own body now dead. In other words, he didn't consider the natural limitations. And, 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 so, and so faith moves you to, to not consider the problem. Faith is going to move you to not consider 
all the issues and, and everything that could go wrong. No, faith is going to move you to consider the Word of God, to meditate on the Word of God, to focus on the Word of God. Now watch this, guys. Whatever you consider the most is going to become what you believe. You see, I want you to understand that what a belief is, guys, is simply a thought that you have been thinking for so long, it has become automatic. You see, your, your, your beliefs, remember, are not determined by what has happened to you in the past. No, your beliefs are determined by what you think about what has happened to you in the past. You see, two people can have uh, nearly identical experiences, but, but what happens is they walk away from those experiences completely different. Well, why? It's because what they, what they were thinking about those experiences were different. You see, a guy can grow up in an abusive home and, and um, you know, you grow up with all kinds of issues and you, you come out of that and now you think all the world is against you. You think nothing's ever going to work out for you. Uh, you think that, uh, you know, you're just destined to lose. But you see, you can have another person who has that same kind of experience growing up in an abusive home, but they walk out of that thinking, man, I'm going to make sure my children aren't going to grow up like that, you see. Glory to God, I'm going to make sure that I'm going to make a difference in my family. I'm going to make sure that I'm going to be the one who's going to change the direction for my family. I'm going to be the first one in my family to be successful. I'm going to be the first one in my family to break out of poverty, you see. And so they had similar experiences. They walk out of those experiences differently. Why? It's because they were thinking and believing about those experiences in a different way. You see, it's they, they, they were thinking about it differently. It changed what they believed about it. It changed the direction of their lives. Are you guys following me? And so when you consider the promises of God, what happens is you start to really believe those promises. You see, Remember, when we talk about believing the promises of God, we're not talking about mental ascent. No, when you really believe something, that means you can begin to see yourself walking in those promises. And so now you really believe those promises. Now faith is going to move you in your speaking because what happens is you're going to begin to speak those promises, you see. <laughs> but you're not speaking to try to get stuff to happen. No, you're just releasing your faith through your words. And finally, if action is required, faith is going to move you into, into taking a certain action, you see, to move into the manifestation. And so faith moves you in your thinking, in your believing, in your speaking, in your doing, to line up and to be able to receive what Jesus has already done for you. Guys, in this new covenant, we are always on the receiving end. It's never us trying to get God to do, it's us simply responding to what we believe He's already done. If you understand that, say amen. Now look at uh, look at uh, Galatians chapter three verses eleven and twelve, and then Romans chapter four verses thirteen and fourteen. Let's go ahead and contrast this a little bit more. Works of the law versus living by faith. Works of the law versus living by faith. You see, I want us to be confident, guys that when we are doing what we got to do, you meditate the Word, you confess the Word, you do all the things that you do under faith, living by faith, I want you, you see, because here's what happens, you know, people will have an issue and they'll say, well, well, you know, you're, you're confessing the Word or you're meditating the Word, you're, you're, you're just believing God, and people will say, well, 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 that's works of the flesh. You see, you see, we're under grace, that's just works of the flesh. But you see, I want you to be confident 
that when, when you do your, your works of faith, when you do your inner work, that you are not operating, that's not works of the flesh. No, it is you working on, I believe Jesus. You see, what did Jesus say? He said, this is the work that you're called to do. The work is believe. You see, believe. And so there's things that you do when you live by faith that's not works of the flesh. It's not works of the law. I really think that sometimes people struggle with seeing results living by faith because, because again, you're, you're doing the right thing, but you're doing it with the wrong kind of motivation. Look what he says here in Galatians chapter 3, verses 11 and 12 in the NLT, the New Living Translation. He says, so it is clear that no one can be made right with God by trying to keep the law. Stop right there. Guys, this is a radical statement. You see, because religion, the truth is, if you talk to most people, if you talk to most people, especially if they've been in church for a while, and you say, well, what do we have to do to be right with God? Well, most people are going to say, well, well, you got to keep the law. <laughs> you see, uh, you got to do what's right. You know, you, you got you to play by the rules. You know, that's how you're going to be right with God. You see, and so religion has trained us in this performance-based mentality that every time that you relate to God, it's, there's always this performance-based mindset. And so you try to live by faith, but what you're doing is, is, is you're really still trying to perform to earn the blessing, you see, you see. And I'm going to show you that's actually going to make faith void in your life. And so the radical truth is, guys, Scripture says it right here. He says, no one can be made right with God by trying to keep the law. You being okay with God is never going to be because of what you have done, you see. Now, in the same way, I want you to understand, no one can be made right with God by trying to keep the law. Watch this, guys. No one can receive their healing by trying to keep the law. No one can receive deliverance by trying to keep the law. You see, guys, how can it be that you can drag a person from the street, guy who's living on the street, you drag him in the church, and you pray for him. You say, do you want to get healed? He says, yeah. You pray for him. He receives his healing. That man gets healed. But you can have a person who's been in church for 10, 20, 30 years. They struggle with a sickness. You pray for them, but they can't receive their healing. Well, guys, well, why is that? It's because church and religion has trained us to think that you got to earn your healing, that you got to deserve your healing. You see, if you want to receive from God, well, you're going to have to earn it. You're going to have to deserve it. And that's where the issue is, guys. That's where the issue is. That's why we're seeing so many people who understand faith, but they're still struggling with, with seeing breakthroughs in their life. You see, you're still trying to earn it. You're still trying to deserve it. But he says here, it is clear that no one can be made right with God by trying to keep the law, for the scriptures say it is through faith that a righteous person has life. And so notice, he's contrasting here keeping the law and living by faith. They don't go together, you see. You see, you can't combine those two. <laughs> it just doesn't work. Look at verse 12. Verse 12 says, this way of faith is very different, guys. 
He says, this way of faith is very different from the way of the law. And may I tell you, this way of faith is very different from religion. This way of faith, glory to God, is very different from what many of the churches have taught you uh, to believe. He says, this way of faith is very different from the law, which says it is through obeying the law that a person has life, you see. And so you, you will never be able to receive from God through obeying the law. Look at Romans chapter 4, verses 13 and 14. Glory to God. I know this is radical, guys, but Jesus said it is knowing the truth that sets us free. You see, I want you guys to be set free, man. I want you guys to see some, some breakthroughs in your life. The, the way you get there is you got to stop trying to qualify for it. You got to stop trying to earn it or deserve it. Look what he says here, Romans 4.13. He says, for the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed, which is Christ, and which is ultimately us, which is all of us who are in Christ. He says the promise that Abraham and us should be the heir of the world was not through the law, but through the righteousness of faith, guys. It's not through you keeping the law, it's through the righteousness of faith. Look at verse 14. For if they which are of the law be heirs, Faith is made void, and the promise is made of none effect. Now, guys, this is radical. This is a radical verse of Scripture. He says that performing to try to earn the blessings of God is going to void out faith. You see, to the degree that we're still trying to operate by the law, do we void out faith? Guys, I want you to understand this. I Yesterday, I was just meditating in the Word. And um, and I went out there, I was on this bench that I go to sometimes just to, to meditate and, and, and get into the Word. And, and the Lord spoke to me about, He said, well, Alex, you trying to figure out how something is going to happen is still a subtle way of you performing under the law. You see, oftentimes people don't really, they have, they, they have uh, difficulty believing God. Because, you know, you can't really see how something is going to happen. Well, Alex, how could this happen to me? Well, I want you to understand, man, this is radical. <laughs> when I saw this, the Lord showed this to me, and I was like, wow. You trying to figure out how something is going to happen is you still trying to hold on to the law. You see, it's still you trying to control things. You see, it's you still trying to say, well, at least I can, at least I know how it's going to happen. You knowing how it's going to happen is still a subtle way of saying that, that I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm contributing to making that happen. You see, you see the, 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 the Lord uh, shared this with me and he said, if you could just believe me, son, if you could just believe me and accept that my work is already finished, if you could just accept that everything you need is already here right now, prosperity is here right now, deliverance is here right now, your healing is here right now, soundness is here right now, if you could just accept Accept that without you trying to figure out how it's going to happen, glory to God, you would see some powerful supernatural manifestations in your life. You see, us thinking we got to know how something is going to happen is a subtle way of us trying to still, you know, uh, you know, to maintain control. You see, it's, 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 you know, you, 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 at least I know how it's going to happen. You see, it's, I can feel good about that, but, 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 but the Lord said, just believe. Just believe. Don't figure it out. Don't try to figure it out. Just believe. Amen. That is very powerful, guys. 
That is very powerful. You see, he said, Jesus said, it's according to your faith it will be done unto you. He didn't say, as long as you can figure out how I'm going to do it, it's going to be done unto you, <laughs> is he? And so the how is never, is never anything that we need to concern ourselves with, guys. It is believe. Amen. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubit. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue growing in our understanding of God's grace. Now to learn more about our ministry and to download the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org. For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, simply head to graceworldonline.org forward slash give. Now I pray that you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life, and I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.